Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 405 DGS having trouble with the phone lines for Jim Talent, so we'll get him on for tomorrow. Headlines, Rach? Yes, Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnucks Rewards app. All right. According to a new study, ultra-processed foods are linked to heart disease, diabetes, mental disorders, and even early death. Uh, They found consistent evidence linking higher intakes of these ultra-processed foods with over 70% of the 45 different health outcomes they assessed. Uh, And people consuming more than the baseline, your risk may increase. So the more you eat these things, the worst condition you could be in. Well, in a related story, uh, I saw that uh, cannabis is very bad for your heart. I saw that too. Oh, really? It didn't surprise me smoking cannabis because smoking is smoking, carcinogens are carcinogens. And I'm not getting good information on this. I I actually was pretty salty at a couple of local news stations because they just didn't do a good job of it. Uh, One of the the anchors asked, well, does that edibles as well and the person just didn't know Mm. like be better than me you know i mean do your research and make sure that you know but yeah uh i looked into it a little more and evidently uh no matter how you ingest the cannabis even if you do it only once a week it's supposed to be bad for your heart however it's one of those things again where they're saying there's a correlation but no no proof of causation so it could be the kind of thing that people with existing heart problems are using cannabis for other reasons or for medical reasons or they just like cannabis cannabis so yeah the cannabis debate has always been really interesting to me because there are people who just think it's the worst thing you could possibly do and you'll be hopelessly addicted if you take one puff of this stuff and then there are people who think it's the cure-all for For everything. everything and the the truth is you know it's somewhere in between it's not a super drug that's going to change your life and make it a thousand percent better if you had problems in the past or something it could definitely help you but there are downsides just like there's downsides to alcohol or yeah. anything else like that. yeah according to uh, this is the national i just googled this because you know i'm a googler uh national institutes of health said that uh 75 of the respondents to the study that they're citing smoked their their marijuana 25 percent used some other form vaping or yeah. uh edibles or whatever um, and they, so the, one of the people in the study, it was a doctor from uh, Massachusetts General, did say that a lot of problems are come. The toxins are released when it's burned. Yeah. So that it's makes sense. They don't know. If, it's not saying that it's, you're not going to get it from edibles, but it does sound like smoking is the worst part of it. But you know the they'll, what they'll do is they'll come out next week and say, Oh yeah, yeah. That well, let's say you use an edible and it really works and it relaxes you and it and it uh, distress de-stresses you, then that is net net better 
because it's it's better than the stress. Right. That's right. the thing is there's so many factors connected to everything related to heart disease. Your stress, your weight, you know, everything that you know, goes they, along with it. What I, I really do mean this. What they need to do in the news business in general, we all know this. It's gone from we need three sources, not two. And we're going to sit on it until we know exactly what we're talking about. Then we're going to tell you because then you can rely on it. Now it's just get it out there. Get it out there. Be first. So, And if, if it's wrong, it's wrong. No one cares anymore. No one believes in anything anyone says anymore. I don't like when they do these sort of half-ass things like, hey – why don't you prove causation before you even report it? Because yeah. you're just going to freak a bunch of people out. Yeah, they're headline hunting. Who are high. Because this, <laughs> the scientific community is not doing that. Mm-hmm. They are publishing papers. And then some, because that's what you do. You publish your findings and then someone else takes on that right. or you continue the study or whatever. Causation. Right. right. And the headline will be, you know, what everybody's looking for. What will get everybody's attention? Flu shots are performing okay in the current U.S. winter flu season. Health officials say the vaccines were around 40% effective in preventing adults from getting sick enough that they had to go to a doctor's office, clinic, or hospital. And children who were vaccinated were 60% less likely to get treatment at a doctor's office or hospital. Officials generally say they're pleased if a flu vaccine is 40 to 60% effective. Mm. Uh, Dollar General has opened their 20,000th store. I just thought that was interesting because we were talking about uh, mice in family (laughs) dollars the other day and Dollar General came up. The newest store is located in Alice, Texas, and they had an official recognition over the weekend. The retailer says it employs more than 17,500 Texans alone in their stores. I know this isn't headlines, but uh, it made me think of something else you had. Did you say that Burger King is taking advantage of Wendy being idiots? Yeah, they are giving away <laughs> burgers. For, for, sorry, I feel like I just said that really weird. Burgers. Burgers. <laughs> they're giving away burgers. You hit the beep for burgers. Burgers. Guess what, everybody? They're giving away burgers. Uh, but <laughs> they are. They're giving out, the out free, <laughs> They're giving out free Whoppers for three days uh, as uh, kind of a strike Smart. back against the dynamic pricing. Yeah, I mean. I'm so we, mad at Wendy's unnaturally mad yeah because you know these pieces of crap you know that they meant exactly surge pricing Mm. of course they did and then everyone was like well then you can kiss my ass and i'll go somewhere else then they're like we didn't mean it wait a second we meant it but we meant cheaper (laughs) yeah we We would never do that to you guys how dumb do you think we are yeah So No Labels is deciding if they will run an independent candidate for president. And they said yesterday that the group will make a formal decision next week. So this whole time it's been like, hey, if it's a Trump-Biden matchup, we'll run someone. Well, guess what it's looking like? Yeah, yeah. They're they're going to look like Wendy's, for real. You know, we talked a lot. I mean, all of us here seem to like we would love to have a third or fourth choice, like different views. But how about... You don't start with trying to get the most important office in the land. <laughs> maybe get some Congress seats in Congress. Maybe get a governor or two. Maybe get some state legislatures. I mean, like, you know, where is the – I mean, if you need – if you want to grow a party, you're not going to do it by simply throwing your hat in a ring for a race. I agree you, with that. You cannot win. I agree with they that. They cannot – no candidate they pick will have a chance against Biden-Trump. Who do you think would be a good fit for no labels? Some people are speculating that Nikki Haley could could jump on over to that. If it were like a Romney or an, or a Haley or a Haley Romney, they're getting my vote. But wouldn't Haley going to the No Labels Party just be? I'm still a Republican. Just well, this, a loser this, Republican. See, that's the thing. If you do that, well, then what Democrat's going to vote for that? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. 
Like, I oh, I think I, th- I think more than you think. She wouldn't be right. I think people are uh, freaked out enough by Joe and it uh, almost being a sure thing that it's going to be President Kamala Harris, that if it's someone who's more moderate, I think you'd see more people cross over. Isn't there also something called like the sore loser law that if it, pro- okay, I'm looking at it here on Wikipedia. It is a law prohibiting the loser in a primary election from then running as an independent or representing ah. another party. So I guess that would be different. Right. Uh, we're past the I, primaries. I think Nikki is setting up for the post-Trump era. Yeah, I think she thinks that if Trump loses, then she can come back and go, I told you so. Now take a look at me. And if he wins, I think she's thinking that it'll be another cluster. And then she can go, see, I told you so. so. Return to normal. Now take a look at me. Yeah, she even she made a pretty bold statement the other day. She said that if we pick Trump, it's like suicide for the country. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So I agree with you, Dave. I feel like at this point she's just staying in to, you know, I mean, she still has money to spend. So that's a big thing. But I think it's all about 2028. And, you know, no one's going to remember. Like if she goes through Super Tuesday, no one's going to remember like she didn't drop out till after Super Tuesday. Like no one's going to know. It's it's a crazy thing for me to think or even say out loud, but. Isn't the only chance for a third party? I would love to just went. Oh, 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 <laughs> do the Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> uh, like, isn't the only hope in the way that we are right now as a country for a third party would be to find a middle of the road, super famous celebrity that everybody loves? It would be one of the fastest ways. Because I mean, I'm not saying that's the right thing. By the way, I'm saying that that's where we are. Tom though. Hanks and The Rock, like kind of somebody thing. that's already affiliated with a D or an R, is not going to excite people all that much. Can be like, well, it's just the same old thing. They're just changing what they're calling themselves. But if it's, you know, well, look at look what Donald Trump did. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, and he aligned with a side, not down the middle, but name recognition, personality mm-hmm. recognition makes yeah. seems to matter more than you know. And people like outsider, right? Well, this is an out. Who's the ultimate outsider? It's some famous person that's not a part of it. Uh, President Biden visited Walter Reed National Military Medical Center yesterday for a physical exam, his annual physical. The president's doctor made an announcement saying he is fit for duty and can fully execute all of his responsibilities without any exemptions or accommodations. I picture him just putting a stethoscope on his chest and going, he's alive. You can leave. (laughs) Well, she's doing fine. The same doctor that was like... Uh, oh, Trump was a specimen. Don's 220. <laughs> sure he is. Uh, speaking of the Bidens, Jill Biden is to launch Women for Biden. She's traveling to Atlanta Friday. And while she's there, she will launch Women for Biden in key battleground states such as Georgia, aimed at mobilizing women to reelect the president. Anyone who's eating in their car right now, you might want to check out KTRS for a second. Did you hear what Joe Biden said the key to his marriage was? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Tell them, everybody. Good sex. Good <laughs> sex. Yeah. Yep. I mean, some things you just need to keep to yourself, yeah. Joe. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Mr. President. Like, what do you <laughs> gain from that? You lose a lot by saying that. You gross a lot of people out. But who is like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad you said something, <laughs> Andrew. Joe. <laughs> yeah, I was like, honestly, never thought of it. Uh, and my final, never considered that. <laughs> my final story here, fast food wrappers with uh so-called forever chemicals. I, I, also yeah. I don't know why. I also thought that. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, like, I did too. who's rapping for fast food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
MC Wendy's. <laughs> Rapping about the, yeah, the Wendy's beef. Welcome the Whopper! Fast food wrappers and packaging that contain so-called forever chemicals are no longer being sold in the U.S. Well, great. I don't know why they were being sold Yay, in the first place. But us. The FDA made the announcement yesterday. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for taking away the Winning. forever chemicals uh, that are wrapped around the food that we eat. So you know how every now and then a prison guard will be caught having an intimate affair with an inmate? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There, is, there are 30 at a Kentucky prison. 30 people were caught having sex with inmates at a Kentucky prison. The same prison. Yes. There have been 59 charges. Uh, yeah. And there's a big question about whether an inmate can consent. I was just thinking that. I'm like, I don't think of that as a right. affair. I think of that as right. sexual assault. Exactly. Even if they are of age. And, and even e- if they're like, quote unquote, willing. Even if they're into it. Yeah. The fact that they are incarcerated, have nowhere to go, and you have leverage over yeah. them. You're supposed yeah. to be t- taking care of them, disciplining them. Well, I mean, there's no, they're a lot taking going care on. of them. There's an issue with that. I'm like, if it's a, just a superior at work, let alone... That position right. where you literally control everything about their lives. <laughs> Thirty people. Yeah, that's right up there with the Biden sex. Yeah, gross. No, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This one, I mean, the prison's worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, also. I really uh, thought we we're on the same page there. That's also what the rest of us meant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what. Of course, because that's saying almost. It's much worse. Have you seen this little girl who sang the national anthem? No. Did you grab the? I, I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I forget her name. She's eight years old. She sings the national anthem, and I think an NBA game, and she really goes for it, and people are crushing her. Come on. They're calling back to Fergie. Remember Fergie yeah. when she did that? Here you go. Stripes and bright stars, People are mad at her parents. Well, you know, I mean, at she first, does suck. yeah. At first, I was like, <laughs> at first, I was like, don't pick on the little girl. And then I heard it, and I'm going, yeah, yeah. somebody should have told her to tone that I mean, down. Yeah, I when give I her was, credit, man. She's got guts. She does have guts. But when I was pulling this audio uh, from the from the other side of the room uh, in the office that we shared, Kevin went, "What the hell's that?" <laughs> well, I, I'm like, if that's, I, I did say, I'm like, if that's a grown up, that's just bad. It's a little kid. Yeah, she's trying, man. She's trying, but they should have coached her. Take all these people that are online crushing her. I'm going to go crush them about something they're terrible at. If that had been eight year old Phoebe, I would have been like, "You're gonna, you're gonna get roasted." (laughs) I'm sorry, sweetie, but you're just not very good. I mean, don't go on the internet for the next week. Can you hit the notes? It's like doing it in that diva style. Like people are going to hate this. Yeah. (laughs) Fun facts. Yes, please. A uh, jean company called Zara is selling something called Wrinkle Effect jeans. You know about this? I know about Zara. So they look like they have been balled up in your hamper for over a month. Every square inch is wrinkled. It's because in 2024, if you want to be cool, you have to act like you don't care. Well, there oh, you go. man, I'm ahead of the oh, curve. Oh, man, yeah. Woo! This is great for us. You know how else you can get that look? <laughs> you just leave them crumpled up in the hamper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing Zara jeans right now. Not that anybody cares, but they're not wrinkly. Oh, you're not cool then. What you doing, Dave? 
unzipping my thing because, like a little kid, it uh, his vest. Don't say it that way. His vest. Yeah. His puffy vest that he's wearing. Remember that as a kid when the zipper would get off yeah, yeah. kilter. Yes. Yeah. And the line is done. There's yeah. nothing worse than trying to get it and back that on can, track. That can ruin your if you if you get the zipper off kilter and then zip it up, it's like I mean it's keeping me from doing my show right now. <laughs> you want to get even madder at Wendy's? Yeah. Yes. Just today they said, hey, guess what? We're offering everybody a free Cinnabon pull apart today. Ooh, oh, I, I like them that. now. Yeah. <laughs> Look yeah. at you weaklings. All is all is forgiven. <laughs> Well, Wheeler and We're I are friends again. easily bought and sold. Wendy and I are friends it again. took one <laughs> Cinnabon pull-apart. Steve, they look so They're good. They're good. Are they only available at breakfast wheels? I think that's correct. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why I'll probably never have one because I just can't <laughs> see myself going through I drive Wendy's by one on the way to work every day. Wendy's, I'm telling you guys, Wendy's has really good Their breakfast good is breakfast. phenomenal. I'm sorry. I know we keep... I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> Oh, they're excellent. Wendy, we, we still Wendy's. like you. They have, like, really good breakfast. <laughs> Dave's the, the bad one. <laughs> yeah, Dave's trying to turn us against Dave, Wendy. if you had their breakfast, you would you would join us on the dark side. We should have Wendy's for lunch tomorrow, you guys. All right, I'll get it. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. Uh, it's been a really long time since we've done this. Uh, John Pertzborn from Box 2 Mornings. I've known John forever. Um, <laughs> you probably don't know this, but you were a really big inspiration to me. Get out of here. Yeah, Are you serious? you're only a few years older than me, but when you were, you know, doing your stuff and, and being the funny guy, and I was the funny guy in my little group, and uh, I was like, I think I could do that. And a couple of my friends said, you can't do that. <laughs> Shut up. You can't do that. You can't do what Pertzborn does. And uh, and here we are together. Well, it, what's weird about that is about the same time you were having that conversation, I was thinking, I got to go to law school. I got to go to law school. I, seriously. Never did it. <laughs> oh, and, you're, uh, you're being serious. You really thought yeah, about I really, it. I really, my dad said, you got to get a real job. I mean, this television thing's not going to work out. Dude, the same thing happened to me. My dad uh, went to... Uh, the South Pacific, seventeen years old, World War Two, came yeah. back, carried a carried a lunch pail, hard hat Joe, and uh, he appreciated. And, and you'll love this. So when I told him I wanted to be a comedian or write comedy or something like that, he he didn't even move the Alton Telegraph. Remember how Dad used to talk to you from right. behind the newspaper and <laughs> yeah. they just shake it at you yeah. <laughs> once meant yes, twice meant no, and uh, he just crapped on it. And so I didn't, and I didn't do any. I didn't do what I wanted to do until I was thirty six. After my dad passed away, and I was trying to learn a little bit more about him, he wasn't the most forthcoming guy. And I asked my mom, I'm like, well, what did Dad ever have any dreams? She goes, oh, your dad dreamed of being on the radio. Get out. So you fulfilled his dream. I'm like, you got to be kidding yeah. me. Yeah. Just crazy. What did your dad do? So my dad was a plumbing contractor, mm -hmm. and he did not want me working with the tools. I have an older brother, Bob, and he's retired now, but dad didn't want me working with the tools. So his psychology was every time I picked up a pipe wrench or a screwdriver, he would belittle my effort. He said, oh, you don't know a screwdriver from a, from you know this or that. Yeah. And so I thought, okay. He goes, go to school, get an education, do something. And what I learned was, yeah, that's what I did. I followed his advice. But when I get off work, I rip off the tie, the monkey suit and everything, and I get in my overalls or my jeans, and I start a project. You're kidding. I love working with concrete. <laughs> I love working. I love soldering pipe. I, I want to learn to weld. That's what brings me fulfillment. So that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. 
Well, that is really, really cool. Yeah. Did your dad know that about you at some point? Did he realize that you were actually handy? No, he never huh. did. He he died at age 70. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I never really talked about it with him because I, I thought he probably wouldn't approve. So... I'm going to try not. I, every time I tell the story, I, I, I cry. I'll try not to. But talking about dads and, and our dads in particular, you'll you'll get this. So my dad uh, had Alzheimer's for about seven years before he died, and the last week or so, it, it happened so often. He had just stopped eating and drinking. The doctor said this is his last, you know, expression of his will. The worst. And uh, so he hadn't spoken for about a month. And this was 2002, and we just had the Air Awards. And I had uh, it's my first time there and I'd won for best new talent and best talent. And they're, you know, the awards like little crystal things. And we went to visit him in the hospital just a couple days before he passed away. And my brother was there and he was a big fan of mine, big proponent, 11 years older than me. And my dad was laying there with his eyes closed and my brother was turning the award in the sunlight and it was hitting his face and making little ice, little light fairies. And my dad opened his eyes, and my brother goes, look, Dad, look, Dave won an award in radio. It says he's the best at what he does. And my dad opens his eyes wide, hasn't spoken in a month. He's, he'll be dead in 48 hours, and said, that's my Dave. Oh, that's great. And that's what you remember. That was the last thing. That's beautiful. is that crazy? What a memory. Yeah. yeah. You hold on to that. Oh, you, you bet you do. You know, th- talking about us and, and the relationship we had, the last time we were together, you invited me to spend the night with you. And it, let me clarify. This <laughs> sounds, like, that. sounds like me. <laughs> he doesn't. That's how I got Andrew. <laughs> this, sounds, well, this is where we go off the deep end. Um, it was uh, in a house, and it was the Exorcist house. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was seriously going to consider. I talked to my wife. She said, do it. And then I had a friend. He's no longer in St. Louis. He was a priest. And I said, hey, Joe, I'm going to spend the night in the Exorcist. He goes, don't, he goes, don't do that. You don't mess with that stuff. Remember, I called you and I said, I- I'm going to pass. You probably made the right decision. Yeah. He- he's looking at me. He goes, you're the type of person the devil will jump right into. <laughs> oh, no. You're an empty vessel. And I went, okay. See, whereas I walked in and, I, and he just, the devil just goes, oh, hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Where <are> you been? <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I didn't realize, I knew your basic superhero origin story. I didn't realize you started as a kid calling into radio shows. Where'd you read that? Right here. The notes that Andrew gave me. Oh, Andrew, good digging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and I used to listen to the radio shows back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. And I would call in. Talk shows were huge back then. And uh, there was an individual named Carl, Carl Ames. He's dead now. And uh, one night he said, come on down. And he picked me up, put me on his shoulders, and walked me through the studio. Wow. And I thought, this is so cool. (laughs) It was like a dream. And that's when I knew. Wow. I knew. That was the future. Were you always... So people will ask me, so I bet you were the class clown. I said, no, I was way too shy. I was the class writer. I would I would come up with funny things, whisper them to the popular kid. The popular kid would say it, and I'd get nothing. Yeah, and he'd get in trouble. Maybe. <laughs> Who were yeah. you as a kid? Same. Same. Yeah, I, I was uh, introverted, quiet. Um, sometimes they'd say afraid of his own shadow. Mm. And then uh, I'd say toward the middle of high school, I kind of came out of my shell. Yeah. Yeah. 
If uh, So we've talked about you being handy, even though your dad tried to convince you that you weren't. If we did this whole thing over again, a wizard comes down, John, great job with this life. You're going to start all over again. Uh, you can't do what you did. You can't be on television. You can't do this, can't do that. What would you pick if you could pick your own profession? Well, I, I when I was 17, I got my pilot's license. I wanted to be an airline pilot. And uh, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and I thought that would be fun. And, and it was always in the back of my mind. And now my nephew, Eric, is a, a pilot for Delta. And I think that's really cool. I and I don't know where he picked that up, perhaps from Uncle John talking about it. Yeah. But uh, I think that's fantastic. And I, I look at his life now. It's kind of like a glorified bus driver. Sure. But he loves it. Yeah. It is his life. Indeed. There's probably no bigger gap between how cool someone thinks they are and how cool we think they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know a few pilots and they're yeah. like, dude, it's so boring. Yeah. And I'm like, let me tell you something. When I get on that plane and I eyeball you, it's everything in the world to me. Right. But then they're there and it's like familiarity breeds contempt. It's not that great. Yeah. You say you're right. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. We're talking to the great John Pertzborn, co-anchor Fox 2 News, every morning, 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. What's your, uh, we just had Chambers on the other day. Matt Chambers sets his alarm clock for 11.30 p.m. Maybe he's just stupid. He gets up that early? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I get up at 1.20 in the morning. So yeah, I sleep in. Walk through your schedule. <laughs> walk walk yeah. through your schedule for us. Okay, uh, alarm goes off at one twenty, and circadian rhythm kicks in. So sometimes I wake up like maybe thirty seconds before the alarm goes mm. off. I'm awake. Yeah, I uh, get up, brush my teeth, go down, shower, put on the suit, uh, which I laid out the night before because Smart. I know I'm not going to yes. do it that okay. morning. <laughs> uh, and then I uh, go and eat my breakfast. I check out all the different websites look for things uh, that are new, and then I start sending them to various producers. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And they tend to ignore me, and uh, <laughs> as producers do. And, uh, yeah, then I, I drive to work. Uh, it's about a 50-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll listen to everything from uh, uh, CNN, Fox News Channel, BBC, on Sirius Radio, KMOX, yeah. uh, for the headlines. And then I pop in and... I'm on the air by 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So let me end with gushing about you. And, you know, I mean this sincerely. I'm 24 years I've been in this business now, and you've been in it you know, longer than that. And I look back on what I've done personally, professionally. I was just doing this last night. And I'm pretty self-aware. I'm pretty hard in myself. And I've made some big mistakes. And I've, I've ran pretty hard and bruised some people. But then I was thinking last night, hopefully – if there is a God or a heaven or a tri- tribunal of elders or something, they'll weigh that against the, the, the laughs you gave, the smiles you gave. And, and in that context, you have such a huge bank account of joy and pleasure and fun and smiles and laughs built up over decades that I'm sure you don't even realize. I don't realize. Oh, you have. But, but, but the credo is just do no harm. Which you know, seems you have not. And, and, and looking at stories, there are all kinds of stories out there. And what I always look at is, does this help to tell this story or does it do more damage? And there are some big stories I've passed by because it really doesn't help. It makes me look good because yeah. I uncovered it. Yeah. But it's not 
nice. How does it feel to have launched careers? I mean, mine to some to, to some extent. Tim Izell almost completely. I mean, that's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, there well, wasn't. I, I, there I wasn't. Say a, I launched their careers. Well, there wasn't a you until there was you for real. Well, before me, there was John Alble going way back. I love John. Yeah, and and Dick Ford. They did Newspeed. Both gone. May they rest in peace. Yeah. But uh, yeah, th- there's always been somebody out there. And when when you think you've invented the wheel, you really haven't. Yeah. Somebody else was there. And I've borrowed from people as well through of the course. years. We all do. We all do. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> it's all right. not stealing. It's borrowing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you, my friend. Thanks I for really appreciate yeah, it. Was it was fun. I like your studio. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and have a kolache. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.